Tonight. I lost my train of thought now. Tonight. My last guest was the race car driver, and we ran out of time. This time we'll talk to her some more, but we'll do it more quickly. And then, college admission scandal. I wrote some really good stuff. The Mueller this. report. I couldn't get out of school Pelican. fast enough. What do people want to get in for? And later, the Mueller report. Does that mean I'm going to be indicted next? There's no stopping us now because we're live. I'm Jim Two. I'm John A. Vink. I'm Jennifer Sim. I'm A.J. Minnick. I'm Keith Statenfield. I'm John Thompson. Those stories tonight on John Wants Answers. We're back, John. John Wants Answers. John Wants Answers. Give John Answers. John Wants Answers. Give John Answers now. Check your calendar. If it says April 11th, then we're live. Should we be zoomed in more? I feel like, yeah, we're far away, but yeah, I think... I feel very tiny. Um, Out of this huge bank of we, television. We got larger TVs in the studio. Oh, did we? So we're not smaller. Okay. The TVs just got bigger. Wow. Yeah. Man, the studio's just made of cash <laughs> for buying televisions from the 70s. My guest tonight is Keith Statenfield. Look, everybody, Welcome I'm back. back, Keith. I'm back. You were gone. I was on a boat. How was the boat? It was great. It was great. I mean, you should come on the boat, but then you... Know. you yeah. 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 They told us me not to come back after that. I, I know. I mean, you shouldn't have done that thing with the porpoise. <laughs> we'll be taking your tweets. You can tweet us at John Wants Answer, and then we'll read them, and then... Um, and that's sure, how it works. Sure. Um, I, didn't, I didn't tweet that I was on your show. Oh, you should do so that I'm now. So I hope anyone's going to watch it. Oh, man. That's my source of viewership. I know. Is you sending out a tweet. Yeah. You can go to our website instead, johnwantsanswers.com, and from there you can send us a message. Sure. And maybe we'll read it. Yeah. Maybe. Before I get any farther, big news, new affiliate. Okay. So, let's see, let's see the affiliate map. Okay, that's the map before... Yeah. And now we got a new affiliate in Wisconsin. Let's see them. Let's see them. That's my ancestral that little, home state. It is. Do you remember? This is the Howard's Grove Community Cable TV in Plymouth, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, Howard's Wisconsin. Grove. Yeah, it's named after Howard. You know Howard? Oh, yeah, yeah. We went to elementary school together. Oh, is he a good kid? Eh. Eh. Yeah, he, he stole my marble. Bully. Yeah. Is he a bully? Today, well, they went stand for you that. know, it's hard to... I, he probably got better after he was eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, um, let's get into it. So last month we had on a lady. You know her. Nicole I, Jacques. I do know her. Yeah. Yes. And we talked about race cars. Wow. We ran out of time. And we wow. had tweets come in with all sorts of really good questions. Really good race car questions. So we got her to come on the show again. Now, she okay. can't be here in the studio, but we've got her via satellite. Wow. So I believe we have her coming on. Um, Nicole? Hi, Nicole. And thanks for coming back to John Wants Answers. Yeah, hi, John. Yeah, it's great to be back. How did you get into racing? And at what age did you start? I got into racing about six years ago. I had always thought it was just something somebody else did. I did like cars. Um, but I had no idea that it was something that, you know, any, any regular person could actually go and get involved with. Um, 
So I had a coworker who had started doing uh, what they call HPDE, High Performance Driver Education events, which is where they let you take your streetcar and drive it around the racetrack. I thought that sounded pretty interesting, so I went, um, kind of checked it out, drove uh, a streetcar on track, and and then ended up uh, actually getting a dedicated track car that I could drive in, not competitive events, but just uh, events where you, you go out there and you just um, drive and uh, work on improving your own um, driving skills. And uh, that was fun, but as I progressed, uh, you have other drivers out there, in those kind of events, you're explicitly not allowed to race. So you're not allowed to, uh, you know, pass people or you have to pass in very controlled situations. I'm very competitive. I really wanted to be able to go out there and actually compete against other people. Uh, so after about a year of that, uh, I went ahead, got my racing license, bought a uh, fully fledged full race car, and the rest is history. How does sponsorship work? Have you ever turned down a sponsor? Yeah, sponsorship, that's an interesting topic. Uh, so at the level that I'm at, which is sort of the top level of, of amateur, there are sponsorships uh, usually from manufacturers of things related to racing, um, cars, tires, stuff like that. Some of them offer sponsorship in the form of if you win, it's contingency, uh, if you win, uh, you get X amount of money or maybe some free product like free tires, free motor oil, something like that. There are a few racers that are able to get sponsorship uh, from other companies and that usually is something of the form of I will give you X amount of, of money and you will put a sticker on your car and it's sort of a, basically you're, it's a way of paying for advertising. That's not something that happens quite so much at the amateur level, um, even at the higher professional levels. Sponsorship is really about its exposure. Um, so it's having the library on the car that uh, shows, you know, logos, uh, stuff about whoever it is that is uh, paying for it. Um, even with all of that sponsorship, in a lot of cases, the drivers are expected to bring a certain amount of money to the team. So in a lot of cases, uh, drivers in some ways kind of pay for their seat for the opportunity to race. If you could make racing your full-time profession, would you? Oh, yeah, I would, I would love uh, to be able to race full-time. I would love to truly really be able to focus on it. Um, unfortunately, that's a very uh, costly proposal. And even at the top levels, it's very, very difficult to make your, your living as a full-time driver. Most uh, professional drivers actually uh, make their money um, not so much from the racing itself as from uh, giving lessons to other like newer racers, working with uh, like car magazines, writing articles, stuff like that. What do you think of Silicon Valley traffic? <laughs> Bay Area traffic is uh, pretty horrendous. One thing I do find is that since I began racing, I do tend to actually drive less aggressively on the street, uh, mostly just because I kind of save that for the track, um, but also because it really makes me more aware of the fact that, you know, when I'm on a racetrack, I'm out there with a bunch of people with the skills and that, that know what they're doing, 
um, the more that I drive, uh, you know, on the street, the more I see people that are very clearly not paying attention, uh, very clearly not very good drivers, tend to want to give a much larger safety <laughs> buffer um, when I'm out on the street as opposed to on the racetrack. Do you feel discrimination because you're a woman driver? Do you have to work extra hard to be taken seriously? Uh, yeah. Um, so there are very, very few uh, women race car drivers. Um, discriminated is a interesting word. I think it's much more on the, the side of uh, it is harder to be taken seriously. I've, I've certainly had in a lot of cases where uh, you know, I go to uh, take my, my stuff to tech, um, get papers signed, and when I'm handing the paper, and I'm standing there with all my race gear and everything else, um, they look at me and they're like, oh no, your driver has to come with the paperwork. And it's like, no, I, I am my driver. Um, also, there's sort of a tendency, I could be standing right by my car, and somebody will come over, uh, look at the car, be like, oh, this is really cool, and then talk to whatever man happens to be closest to the car instead of me um, as you know, as if it's their car um, and then act very puzzled when they try to say like, no, 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 it's not my car, it's her car. That happens a lot, uh, not, not just at the racetrack. Um, I also uh, occasionally used to go to things like car shows, um, car meets, stuff like that. Happened pretty much every single time uh, people assumed that it was not my car, that it was, you know, um, boyfriends, husbands, um, brothers, somebody else's car, not mine. And that was even when I had my name on the car, um, or in some cases had a, a poster board next to the car with a picture of me next to the car, um, saying, you know, stuff about the car. That's very, very common. Um, there have been a few cases of um, kind of harassment a little bit, uh, mostly in the, in the you know comments being made, but but also I mean occasionally there have been uh, a few instances where, where there were a few people that were very upset, and a lot of times uh, where this has come out is where somebody got beat um, on the racetrack, and afterwards we're upset mostly because they lost, and uh, as part of being upset, they they let it all fly, and as part of that came out about, you know, why do we let women drivers on the track, stuff like that. Um, that actually happened in my very first race, um, but that's usually pretty far and, and, you know, few between. Well, that's all we have for you this time, Nicole. Thanks for coming on the show again. Okay, well... Thanks for having me, and uh, talk to you again sometime soon. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Nicole. And hey, Bobby, what were you doing down hi, there? Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, Keith. I have to hold a couple of cables together. Oh. Uh, how did that the interview went out to Cupertino? Okay. Okay. Yeah. We good job. So. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of tweets. Oh, good. We got a lot of tweets. Yeah. People like it when I'm not a guest. Oh. Oh. Are there new tweets for tonight's show? When you said you got a lot of tweets, that's why you had to bring her back. Oh, no, we had tweets from last month. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you were going to check if we have any tweets this week. 
Oh, I'm this trying. Much. It's not. Oh, I saw one comment on my last appearance. Some somebody called me a mucky muck. A mucky muck. A mucky muck. Who's going to call mucky you muck? a mucky muck? Well, it turns out it didn't mean what I thought it did. It means what? like a, like a big shot or someone who yeah, acts yeah, like a yeah, big, it's a big shot. shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, I thought it was something else. It's a person of some importance. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that made me really flattered. And oh. thanks, Scott Canaster. Oh, canister. I think it's canister. canister. It's pronounced canister. Yeah. We know is, him. Is he he's, Canadian too? He he wishes he likes, he's Canadian. Yeah, yeah he he's, likes baseball. So he's, he's like seventy percent of the way to Canadian. Oh, no, he likes hockey. He, he also likes hockey. Yeah. Eighty-five percent of the way to Canadian. And curling. He has seen curling in his lifetime. On a he's TV. Canadian. He's yeah. Canadian. That sounds Canadian. I, guess I didn't know that. Well, I'm glad you're here because we have a topic right. about college admission scandal. Oh yeah. That's and I think you're the guy who can help us out on this. Do you got? A daughter is going to college soon, right? Well, that's right. She's uh, hopefully in about 17 years. 17 years. Yeah, she'll go to yeah. college. We, yeah. we, we're hoping for Stanford because Ivy League's too far away. We'd never see her. Uh -huh. um, but, yeah. yeah, I mean, and, this is and, the Hey, at Stanford, uh, if you make less than $170,000, uh, tuition's free. Uh, so I guess... Oh, really? we're, we're in. Household or...? Well, I mean, you are... Executive director. So. Yeah, I'm a mucky muck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, maybe you have to pay something. I think. I think. Well, we're we're sitting good there, actually. Oh. So well, I was sorry. wondering, is it hard to get into college these days? Well, I, I think so. Is that why they have to have these scandals? Well, like, no, so they want to go to particular colleges. Back in like my the, day, I went to a pretty pretty good school in Canada. I, I well, don't yeah, think I had a pretty good problems. school in Canada. And I'm a pretty smart guy. He couldn't get his kid into Stanford for free. No. No. Right. No, probably not. I, I thought the thing that was interesting to me was um, that one of the women who was, I guess, a famous actress who yeah. paid mm -hmm. the, the under-the-table money to get her on the, the yeah, crew USC. team, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, USC, right? It's like so, but the daughter didn't even want to go to college. She had a video out saying that, you know, yeah, it'll be great yeah, to go to the parties to, and uh, the games, but I'm not really into the I'm class thing. So. Uh, made a mockery of the whole thing. I mean, why why bother? Yeah. So were these kids that were that the subject of the bribing, were they generally bad students who couldn't have gone into... Were bad students. Well, she, was school. she was completely disinterested in going to college. Yeah, yeah. This particular one. That particular I mean, one. for many of them, they wanted them to get into top schools. And they weren't and top school material? Top schools are, you know, in theory, the upper 1% or 2% of all students, and I uh. think that that is difficult. Even the best students. Right. Well, it's really it's sort of a harrowing thing, right? To get, you know, you want your child to do well, you want them to go to college, have all the opportunities. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I guess I can see if you have the means, and maybe your kid doesn't have the interest or the the smarts to get in on their own. That you know, going to pull some strings. I'm not saying to do anything yeah, criminal, but parents do a lot. Yeah. And these, but maybe maybe you just shouldn't try to get your kid into Yale. Well, but yeah. this wasn't Yale, if right? There's Some zero of them, chance there was, of your this was, kid getting into This was well, USC. Most yeah. of them were pretty good schools. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, couldn't these rich parents just, like, not send their kids to school and the kids could just live off their parents? Well, maybe, but I mean, a lot Donald of them Trump did it, right? hugely, hugely rich. <laughs> and they want their kids to have college educations because... Now, did the kids know this was going on? Uh, I don't know, but many of the parents have said the kids didn't know. Uh -huh. Now, to me, that <laughs> couldn't be the case for some of them. No, this is very dubious because like, the of course they're protecting the their kid kids, is supposed right? to be on the crew team. Yeah. And the kid doesn't know how to row 
uh -huh. crew, to me, it's pretty clear that the kid knows something shady's going on. And if the parents are already doing this to help their kid, of course they're going to deny any yeah. culpability for right. their for their child. So that's, I'm sure the kids probably knew. Yeah. So why are people upset about this? Oh, well, because it's a crime. Be and, and it makes a mockery of it. people do crimes, people are well, upset about them. How is this a crime? Because the way I understand it, these parents paid a coach to help their kids get into school. Um, well... Some of the parents paid people to take the SAT in their child's names. So that does sound so that's illegal. A yeah, that, that's it's fraudulent. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's fraud. Paying a coach to say your kid is on a team is a bribe, which is generally a crime. And beyond mm -hmm. that, many of them they then structured as fake donations to a charity. So they got a tax deduction for the bribe they were paying, which was another crime. But aren't there like Richie Rich guys who buy a library for a school and then it's expected somehow that the kid goes to that school? And is that happens, I imagine, and is yes. that illegal? Uh, if you donate money to a school, uh, Say you're uh, Jared's father, and you donate $16 million to Yale University. Mm -hmm. They put up a, a library. It's called the Jared Library. Uh, I don't think it's called the Jared Library, but I think it's got the family's name on it. Mr. And then for some reason, your son, whose SAT scores were nowhere near the SAT scores, which are generally in the range of people Yale accepts, is accepted to Yale, that's not a crime. That's not a crime? Amazingly not. Okay, so why don't they just do that? Well, it's quite a bit more money. I mean, most oh. of these weren't donating $16 million. So for that level, donating $60,000 or so that level bribery, you need like a million or more dollars for that kind of bribery, or? Well. And why is there a dollar amount put uh, on it? It's not the dollar amount that's the problem. It's that uh, you know, they paid someone that hired someone to take an SAT test in their child's place right? so that their child's scores would be high enough because they aren't bribing the entire admissions department via the regents of the university. They're bribing one guy because they got one guy's worth of bribe money. So it's still pretty so dishonest, isn't it? It's still... They just, there's me, ways of keeping it above board, it sounds like. It's still heck that you donate a lot of money to a school with the expectation that they'll your kids in. There's a lot of <laughs> sketchy as heck stuff in America's... So but this, this is a new development, though, right? I'm this, sure this has not been going on for hundreds of years. or is, is sketchy and, in many cases, criminal. There's no crime in giving a school a lot of money in return for letting your kid in without... It's just kind of sketchy and icky. It should make you feel bad. But all the schools do it. Well, not all right. the schools do it. There's a well, Bill Gates school, did it. school. There's a Bill Gates building at Stanford. Yeah. But the Gateses don't have any children. But if they did... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, that's all I have for, really? for that. No, for like full house jokes or anything? Um, do you, have a, do you have a full house joke? No, I, I thought you, maybe you'd have one handy. 
Oh, no. I, I don't even know who she was. You know who would? Jim Twoo. Jim Twoo would, would have, have lots of Full House, full house jokes. jokes. Yeah. I guess it's not that kind of I'm show. I'm sure Jim Twoo could make up a Full House joke right now. No, no, Big House joke. Big house. Oh, see? Oh, oh, oh. There's no big house. So Lori, house, Lori is going from full house to big house. <laughs> that's right. And that's also going to be full, too. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Full of Bubba. Well, no, it's going to be a ladies' prison. Yeah. What's the mm -hmm. lady Bubba? Bubba Rina? I, I didn't watch that. I didn't watch that show on HBO either. Is that kind of hot, though? The, what's her name? Lori? Going to. She's an actress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Going to do like. Yeah. yeah. Um, the prison angle. And I now, a whooping crane. The whooping crane has long been a symbol of endangered species in North America and may yet be doomed to extinction. Nesting in low-lying marsh, each mating pair requires isolation and a supply of the water animals and insects which provide the bulk of their diet. A fascinating characteristic of this bird is the ritual of the mating dance, which occurs each December. But it's in the air that the crane is at its most magnificent, displaying a wingspan of about two meters. To protect this rare and unusual bird, Canada and the U.S. are cooperating to increase the number of whoopers in the wild. For more information on the whooping crane, please contact the Canadian Wildlife Service in Ottawa. Whooping crane. It's a... Uh... It's going extinct, or just like these videos. Whopping crane. I think those were egrets. Whoop. They look like egrets, but no, I, like I'm assured. I, I heard no whooping. They're whooping so. cranes. Okay. They have egrets outside our building now. They they apparently nest. In this time of year, in Mountain View, like outside my building. Wow. Nest. Uh, that's Nest, right? You work at Nest. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nest is part of Google now. Maybe the egrets found out. Yeah. And so they thought it was a good place to go. Now, when I walk outside, we get chased away by egrets. Who are saying, "Get away from my eggs." You humans. Uh, anyways, as I was saying, uh, whooping crane going extinct. So are these wildlife videos. We had 36, 36 videos. Yeah. And we've yeah. played them all alphabetically. Whooping was Almost the last one. Almost alphabetically. No, no. We... No, as it turns out, that was not alphabetically. Yes. Because woodchuck is after whooping crane. We had woodchuck last month because the government of Canada in the files they gave me, misspelled whooping wow. with an O, like I'm without an H. That's, that's so, something a competent producer would have noticed. Where do you get those? I got them from Canada. Yeah, he paid money. I paid a Was thousand... Was there some agency within Canada that... The government of Canada, the Canadian Film Board, along with the Environment Canada, made these videos yeah, the of Canadian wildlife. In the 70s. In the 70s and 60s. Yeah. They still look good, huh? And uh, they were made on film. So when I asked for them, they actually digitized them from film oh, wow. for high def. Yeah, yeah. So they've never been played high def anywhere in the world except for on KMVT on John Wants Answers. Well, why wouldn't they film and, them? And Were all they your in other affiliates. affiliates. Hmm? And all your other affiliates. And affiliates, yeah. And on YouTube. 
So they filmed them because in the 70s and 60s, I guess you used film. But would they video. show them in a movie theater? Or they... No, they show them on TV. So they immediately, the... they filmed it and they converted it immediately to standard def. Yeah. No, 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 they put them on, no, they put on CBC television. Yeah. yeah. And TV. But I'm talking about def. format, yeah. TV back then was all standard def. Yeah. So no one could see yeah, that's them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Yeah. But now when I got the new videos, I'm airing them. The CBC isn't. And so I'm airing them in high That's def. That's pretty amazing, actually. It really yeah. pops out in, in H it HD. Yeah, yeah, I I know. Could, the whooping crane. I, I felt like I was right I there thought, with it. I thought the little birdie you, was keeping you can in try my to get You can try to get American PSAs from the 70s. Did you guys have any? I was near in the 70s. Yeah, there was like Reefer yeah. Madness and yeah, yeah, like, you know, Radon. They had one about Radon. Don't use really? Radon. Yeah. yeah. Well, be careful. Yeah. 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 Don't like eat the crying, lead like chips. The crying Indian. There was the Crying Indian one? Yeah. Oh, no, I that one. There was the like the Star Spangled Banner would play every night I think, when the station oh, went off the air. I, I wish we still did that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. People at home, they should like submit their own wildlife videos to me, and I'll play them. Like if you had a baby goat, I know where you can shoot some egrets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna shoot some egrets. I have some cats in my house. What are your thoughts about furries? We get some furry videos. I mean, those are no. almost animals. When I check <laughs> the event for John Wants Answers, I check kid friendly. These would be kid-friendly first. Yeah. Okay. We were going to talk about the Mueller report now. I don't think we have time. We got four minutes. Mueller report. Yeah. So when can we read this report? Uh, I'm told it'll be out any day now. Elton, any day now. Elton John already came out and like gave us four pages worth of material. So Elton John? Doesn't that guy look like Elton John? <laughs> Mr. Barr? No, yeah, Barr. Well, he gave us his personal four-page summary. Yeah, yeah, so what's your problem? Um, where he said there is no... Collusion, but he said he's not exonerated. Didn't he exonerate the president. Very likely committed the obstruction of justice. Yeah, he would have said, said if he was exonerated. Hmm? Well, he would have said if he was exonerated. Yeah, he didn't say. He specifically said he's not, not exonerated. exonerated. But just for clarity's sake, who who is not exonerated? Uh, oh, individual one. Uh, <laughs> Donald Trump. Oh, Donald Trump was not exonerated. Yeah. Yeah. And for his buddy Barr to say that means they got dirt on him. Sure. Um, will Congress get the full report? Who knows? I thought they, they I will, mean, but he's yes. strike a bunch of stuff. I just don't know if they'll get it in the next three years or not. And will it be redacted? Well, Congress will get something redacted uh, in the next two or three months. Okay. They will eventually get the unredacted version. Now, I remember there's a thing where there's some secret government document and some congressman read the entire thing the on the papers. Pentagon papers. Read he didn't the whole thing read on the it, he submitted it. Submitted it. Well, it was hundreds of printed pages. Oh. He didn't stand on the I floor and read. I thought you had to read. sit there and read it in order for you to become part of record for everyone to look at. I mean, he read parts oh. of it. Well, okay. None of us but are going to read the whole the thing. Entire thing. We're all going to read three and four page, right, yeah. versions of it. It doesn't matter well, if I'm it's Elton John or... 400 pages. Yeah. It's not, another guy. It's not impossible to read. Like 400 is a mount. I'm right just saying no one is going to, and it'll just probably be these not. people's opinions I'm of it that wait we for the, digest. For the new just saying, people like 40 of those pages thing. are probably footnotes. Like no one reads the footnotes, right? You just if you see a 17, you assume, oh yeah, I'm sure there's a. But back. if you don't trust Elton John to <laughs> summarize it for you, who do you trust? Uh, the Silver Fox. Who do you a lot want of other to have? People who, would you, who would you trust to like, release a four-page summary? The of Silver Fox. What's his name? CNN. I oh, see Walter, Walter Cronkite he's to summarize this. Rest his John soul. Oliver. I yeah, think yeah, he did John Oliver. Job. John Oliver probably did a good job. I mean, it'd be snarky. It'd be a snarky It's summary. just interesting to me who, you know, I mean, where the trust is. No one's going to read the whole thing. It's, it's no, going to be someone's trust opinion that we accept or not. So, 
Was the investigation a waste of money? No, no, it made money. It made money. It's yeah. a profit. It's a profit center. It's a profit center it for the U.S. government. our taxes. Yeah, because we got more money. We got more money from in, the fines, in criminal fines, than the investigation That's, cost. Yeah. And was the investigation did, did, a waste a of, of time? Well, what else was Mueller gonna do? I mean, he's he's pretty much well, retired. They got a lot of criminals to go to jail. That's true. Yeah. Is finding and arresting criminals a waste of time? I think technically that's the definition of justice. Justice? Yeah. Finding criminals, putting them in jail yeah. where they belong. Don't I think. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. Um, what do you think of the Mueller report? What you guys said. I, I, like, the, I like the justice. You, you sold me. I mean, obviously, I haven't read it. You know, I, I only have the, the, the... I don't even have the summary. I haven't even read the summary. I just, you know, what the news says about the right. summary. So the things you said is about all I know about it. In November 2016, I, I thought I'm just going to hibernate, uh, check in in four years, see what the world looks like. Yeah. Of course, it's you're so inundated with all of it yeah. that I, I, yeah. I cut some of it through osmosis, but I don't, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Well, I think it's all the time we have uh, this time. Oh, no, I'm re misreading it. I have, in 15 seconds, i got to say, we have no more time. Oh. Whoa. You could have broke up his nose. I could have lost a collarbone. There you go. I'm not sure if that's true. Ow, my, my coccyx. <laughs> Is that like a real bone? No. No? Oh, you I thought it didn't work blue. If you were a bird, <laughs> yes. Great show, guys. High five.